Welcome to the Grace Church Conversations podcast, a weekly resource to help you apply Sunday to Monday. I'm Jared. And I'm Craig. Craig, it is... It's just so good to be here to, to look at your face with my eyeballs six, and say six feet apart. You are my friend. Yeah, you are yeah. my friend as Actually, well. Actually, are we six feet apart? We I might think we be. are. I think it, we well, are. let's not measure, but I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we are honoring the standards, but it's, it's very close. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is we are doing this a lot. You know, we are in person on this one, but we're trying to keep our social uh, space. I started us. to. Uh, yeah, I started to feel a little guilty because I listen to a lot of podcasts. Do you? Every single podcast I've heard, they've gone out of their way, their way to say, and just so you know, we're getting set up at home to record from home. Oh. So we're not, we're not out there. We're not, uh, you know, and I was yeah. just like, mm. well, it, truth be told. So people know you had to do something technical in the church building. It's true. Yeah. You had to do something technical to get ready for the weekend recording. For and the you're service. the pastor. So you already well, live Well, I here. live two blocks here. So you and I <laughs> talked today and you said, Hey, I'm going to be up there. Yeah. So we, we not, we're not meeting in the church normally, the church building to yeah. do our stuff. Yeah. You guys I, are I'm all never here. I, I'm all the staff is working at home. The only time I'm in the church building at all is uh, when we record. Yeah. When, I, when I'm standing on, on in the pulpit preaching yeah. and recording, that's it. It's a weird time, it isn't is it? Really it's really weird. Hey, hey, I, I got a question t- for you. Oh, but go I, ahead. Go I ahead. had something I wanted to say, but it's oh, fine. No, no, because no, I thought you were going to beat me to the punch. Go ahead. No, 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 not at all. I w- I wanted to commend you because one thing I noticed, and a lot then. of people, I don't want to interrupt that. <laughs> you know, let's just table the yeah, topic. Let's focus on this. I don't know what the theme of this podcast is, but if you're commending me, feel free. No, I. I don't think people think about this, but on Sunday mornings when we're at home on our couches in our pajamas watching <laughs> coffee in hand. Yeah. And we're kind of watching the service all together. You're, you're speaking and, right. uh, you know, you are not standing. You are not standing in front of, I, there's construction going on and Is I just heard weird heard noises. Sound? Wow. I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah. That was crazy. Okay. Go ahead. Anyways, People don't think about the fact that you are preaching to a camera lens. Yeah. Like you aren't in the room with people. And I no. think, you know, in my very, very, very slim experience of speaking publicly compared to your vast experience, that is difficult. You know, it's when you're in the habit of, you know, the, the norm is to stand in front of people and interact and it's more interactive. Yeah. There's life in the room. There's there's eyes and response and that yeah. kind of thing. Um, but I just want to say thank you and oh. really great job, man. I, I can't imagine how difficult of a, of a shift that must be mm. as a preacher to try and like, I, I feel like the habit would be, this is low key, this is easy going, but you're taking it just as seriously. And, um, mm. and I think it kind of speaks to how you view your stewardship as a pastor and oh, someone thanks. who's stewarding God's word. And I just want to commend you for that and say, thank you for your commitment, oh, thanks, your faithfulness. And, uh, and just, yeah, your leadership, um, all you guys have done such a great job of just kind of navigating this really weird time we're in. So well, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. It is a really weird time. And I, I appreciate that. I appreciate your prayers. It is it is different for sure to not, uh, because the preaching moment is a moment of, you know, engagement where you're communicating to someone and there is something that you are, uh, you know, getting from people's faces. It's, yeah. it's not like a comedian telling jokes to it, you know, <laughs> we're expecting people to laugh. Right. It's, it's not like, I can't imagine somebody who's, you know, doing not in a comedy club, but looking at a camera. Oh, uh, and you've told some zingers well, in your time. Yeah, but it's weird now. <laughs> I don't tell zingers as much because you're telling a joke like, ah, oh, this is a silent room. <laughs> so it's not like that. We don't have to have response right. necessarily, but it is very different without seeing. And I just yeah, miss the no folks doubt. because I, it feels more like delivering. I'm thinking about the church, but it feels a little bit more like delivering a, um, 
is something a little more generic right. as opposed to looking at people's faces. So when I'm preparing, I may be thinking about folks or, you know, but when you look at the room, you go, oh, yeah, this person and you know these various folks and we're a family. Mm-hmm. And so it's uh, it's different. But uh, but thank you. And, and I think the Lord's helping us and we're eager to for tons of reasons to be back together when we yes. can. Yes. Yeah. Very kind of you. Okay. So oftentimes, if you know, you'll start with a random question for me and they're never rehearsed. No. And uh, which we should rehearse, you know, but uh, probably. But so that say, takes, hey, let's talk that takes about the this. excitement out of it. Yeah, let's talk. We do. <laughs> sometimes, the, I mean, the content of what we're going to talk about, oftentimes we have yes. discussed, not this week so much, but uh, but we never discuss an opening. And so I thought <laughs> of an opening today. So okay. uh, and someone asked you, because you always ask me a question. Sometimes I've got a good answer. Sometimes it's. I, I don't know, slightly awkward, but mm. uh, so I think this will be good though. Okay. But maybe not. I'm a little nervous. Well, I don't know you well enough to know if this is good or not, but okay. So everybody knows that we believe in the Lord. We trust the Lord during this pandemic and being in our houses, we're looking to the Lord and not things. We talk about idolatry. We don't believe in idols. We believe in Jesus. So th- with that as a foundation, yes. what snacks are getting oh, you through this time. Dude. Okay, now here's why. I don't know if you're a snacker, but I realize that, uh, uh, you know, I, I realize that there are, you kind of need some go-tos at yep. a time like this to get you through. Yes. So what snacks oh, are man. getting you through? I will tell you exactly what's wow. getting me okay, through. Okay, good. And this is a snack that I reserve for... Uh, Pandemics. <laughs> no. We've never no. made a joke during this whole time. We've been very serious, but I want to be a little lighter today. Uh, yep. Yeah, it's been building up, man. Okay, so a snack that I reserve for, you know, special movie nights or okay. like if I'm splurging or if we're on a road trip or something um, is the Snyder's of Hanover honey mustard and onion pretzel bits. Oh yeah. Oh, oh is that the, they're like they're little so, chunks? They're not oh, like, yeah. they're not no, no, sticks no. or rounds. No, it's just it's just chunks and it's so good and it's so bad and my wife complains about my breath. Oh yeah. Oh you just eat one and it's you fill the house with nasty wow. breath, but it's so good. So that's a uh you just reserve that for special times. Uh it, it just happens that way. Oh, I, I, I don't I, I try to stay away from that kind of stuff. Well, see, I, that's what I didn't know. I eat enough that's garbage anyways. I don't need to add, you know, all that yeah. extra stuff on. But that's one of them. Yeah. Um, what else? What else? Uh, okay. Believe it or not, uh, my wife was making, uh, what was she making? Oh, no. We had those little, uh, like, cocktail weenies oh, in yeah. the pack just yeah, yeah. in our fridge. And they, they'd been in there a while. We hadn't used them. They hadn't expired yet. So I thought if I can get to the grocery store yeah. and I'm able to actually find crescent rolls, oh. I'm going to, I'm going to get those. And so I couldn't remember how many I actually needed for a yeah. pack of those, uh, of the sausages. And so I just grabbed like three of those yeah, cans. Yeah. Turns out I only needed one. So I had oh. two on my hands. Oh man. So I, uh, I, <laughs> I thought about making a meme of it. We also had hot dogs, so oh. I thought I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll up some hot dogs. Oh my goodness! I was so, just like, this is like the epitome of pandemic garbage it, eating. It is. It is. <laughs> oh so basically, gosh. that is a. But so uh. you're not a sweet. You didn't name a sweet snack here. Well, I was hiding from it, but peanut M and M's, man. Oh, peanut M and M's all the way. I've got three to mention, and that's one of mine. Ooh, yeah, I've been that eating is. Those. Do, you know what's good about them? Yeah. 
put them in the freezer. I'm, oh, I'm with you. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm with you. Oh, I knew we got a Now, mine aren't in the freezer right now, but we do have some in, actually in our pantry right now. But, yeah. I, but I do have these little um, things that are like miniature dark chocolate with peanut butter on the inside. They're uh, mm. like miniature. They look like Reese's, but they're little bitty ones. Oh, they're yeah. not Reese's. So I have those in my freezer. Are right they now. the ones from Trader Joe's? Well, I don't know. They were given me, given to me. I oh. think they are from Costco. But my two snacks that have been getting me through are yes. from Trader Joe's. Okay. I have a little bit of a connection to Trader Joe's. So, you do, uh, don't you? Um, so one of them is uh, chocolate covered pretzel Ooh. peanut butter thing. So they're, they're, have you ever Ooh. had the little things they're pretzel rounds with peanut butter on the inside? Yeah. They have those dipped in milk <gasps> chocolate. Oh. Yeah, they're pretty amazing. That sounds And then the other wonderful. one, which is just downright gluttonous. It's not really getting me through. You can, eat, you can nibble on M&Ms like for long periods of time, like yeah. a whole day. Yeah. Uh, but these others are just a moment and then they're just crush you. Is mm-hmm. there, it, there are these ice cream sandwiches at Trader Joe's and so they're around they're a round cookie with mm. ice cream, the symbol, and chocolate chips <gasps> all the way around the outside wow. of the ice cream. Yeah, they're just amazing. Sounds incredible. Wow. So Trader Joe's is a good snack shop. Yeah, that's good, good man. Snacks there. Anyway, um, that, that's that's uh, mine. So we're kind of getting through it, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Oh, I have this one other thing. <laughs> These lime, a hint of lime tortilla chips. Oh. You ever had that kind of thing? Sarah loves those. I love those. Those are good. Well, I could be in the mood for them, though. Yeah, there is a particular one that's only rarely at Aldi. And it's, I don't know if it's a couple times a year or something. So my wife just bought an, a, a really an ungodly amount of them. <laughs> Not hoarding. This was before <laughs> this entire time because they don't have them often. She bought them yeah. for me. She yeah. doesn't eat them. But she bought them for me. So I have a lot of mm. lime tortilla chips. Wow. I'll bring you a bag. Just give you some. Oh, some. thanks, man. Yeah. Well, if I resort to looting at some point, yeah, I'll, you come I'll, I'll see come me. To your place. Yeah, come see like, me. Hey, man, uh, can it, I can I loot you? Absolutely. So <laughs> there you go. Those snacks. Uh, you, you know, email us in your snack of choice yeah. during, during the the stay at home orders and let us know what's getting you through. And Seriously. maybe Jared and I'll try some. And yeah, we need to expand our repertoire. It'd be good. Yeah, if you're I'm pretty hot, limited. Crescent rolls and hot dogs. You've got to expand <laughs> your repertoire. That just it's not even out of need. It's just out of gluttony. I got like, you. You know, it's just one of those things where you just yeah. How I've now I trust. It's come to this. Yeah. Anyone <laughs> listening, I trust they know we're joking. Um, yes. at last week, I mean, because we always talk about the Lord. I've actually on this podcast said at times like this, don't go to food for comfort, alcohol for comfort, porn for comfort, go to the Lord. So obviously I'm joking about food stuff, though it can be a gift. Food's yeah. a gift. Um, from the Lord. Not uh, all of those things you listed. No, you probably <laughs> never everything I listed, but, uh, you know, um, but also I realized last week we did two podcasts on finances, watching yeah. your finances. So I feel a little guilty talking about uh, the chips I mentioned are super cheap. But some of the other stuff we talked about could cost money. And sure. if you lost your job, don't be wasting it on snacks. Get the get the good stuff, you know, get good yep. food. But anyway, sure. uh, something fun. Yeah. Well, Great. thanks for asking me, yeah, man. No one, no one asks me my favorite snacks <laughs> well, ever. I, I, now I have, yeah. And there now you, you know me all the better. I know you and vice versa. <laughs> Cool, man. Well, why don't we go ahead and jump into the discussion at hand? And so, like you said, we've talked about finances. We've kind of talked about the the shift from yeah. life out and about and now families all at home. Kids mm-hmm. are in school trying to figure out, you know, what that looks like to be doing some homeschool type stuff. Yeah, we did a um, show on that. What's it like to work from home and manage your yeah. household, that kind of stuff. So we've kind of tackled that stuff. Uh, we've even talked about, you know, spiritually and maybe professionally, how do we uh, use this time yeah. uh, to come out of this time when we go back to work, when we go back to our office, uh, when life kind of mm-hmm. starts getting back to normal? How do we do that in a way that that it's better 
Um, how do we take advantage of the time at home, whether it's getting a certification mm-hmm. online, uh, reading some books that we haven't read before, um, even, you know, whatever it is to just grow personally and yeah. maybe uh, professionally. So we've talked about all that stuff. Um, but one of the aspects of it is probably a little bit emotional, but um, just a big shift is personally like, what are you learning in this season of staying at home? Yeah, that's uh, a good one. Yeah, that is good. I I wanted to talk a little bit about that. And one of the things I'm learning a little bit by experience that I know, you know, we all know it's the basis of of what we what we're about as a church um, is that we really need one another. Mm -hmm. And I think you notice that when you are separated uh, from one another all the more. And so I've been thinking some about what does it mean to really uh, seek to you know, reach out beyond ourselves and, and how important that is at a time. You mentioned we talked about how to sort of grow in the Lord and, and, and even better ourselves and our skills during this time. We did a whole show about that. But uh, I want to talk a little bit today just about our need for one another and looking to how meaningful small things can be. I got a couple of experiences recently, but how meaningful the smallest things can be. I was um, watching I, for entertainment last night. I... I had the remote in my hand and I was switching just back and forth, going back and forth, not, not pretty rapidly between CNN and Fox News. And the reason I was doing it just was to see, I was doing it at the top of an hour where they were laying out their, uh, it wasn't really news. It was more of a monologue. It was more of a, a opinion piece, mm-hmm. kind of laying out what they thought about this, that, or the other. And just watching the absolute, uh, you know, the absolute opposite approach. I mean, they're taking the same day's events with very different angles yeah. and uh, at the risk of sounding cynical, I'll just say, I, I don't believe either one of them was giving us an objective take. <laughs> I, I think the most objective take had to be somewhere in the middle, but, uh, or maybe once I, leaning one way or the other, I don't know, but I don't think I, it seemed like that it was both that way. So yeah. I can't remember who had a psychologist on, but one of them did. And what she said really, really resonated with me. Uh, Jared, she said, um, you know, we're in a time they're talking about mental health. They said, we're in a time of social distancing And she basically said, I don't think that's the term we should be using for what we're doing. We should be talking about physical distancing, Mm. but we should be pursuing social relationship, social connection, social communion. Um, This is a time that we have to be distanced physically for the sake of health and not uh, passing on you know, uh, a virus, but it doesn't mean that we are to cut off social relationships just because we can't engage personally. Uh, It's a time to actually emphasize them. So I thought that was really good. I mean, the idea of we've been saying social distancing and (laughs) some people are feeling that relationally. It's feel like, wow, I feel really separated from everybody. And without a, a fair bit of effort and, and obviously the Lord helping us um, we're not going to feel socially connected. If we don't make more effort, uh, we're not going to feel socially connected in these days. Mm-hmm. You know, if we don't, uh, if we don't take some effort. So yeah. I think we're all feeling this and it, I think it, <coughs> excuse me, I think it really makes a difference to, um, to take small steps to cross over what is a physical barrier and make a social connection. It, yeah. uh, but they, it is, they can be so meaningful, mm-hmm. you know, and so memorable even. A um, couple of, let me share a couple with you yeah. that happened in my life this last week. So one night, uh, I don't know, the sun was still up. It's about seven o'clock. I'm sitting in my living room, like 
definitely not out and about uh, unless I'm going for a walk. And my doorbell rings. I'm thinking, okay, that's got to be a delivery person. And I go to the door and I open up the door and I look down and there are two. Oh, this is a snack of choice too. There are two <laughs> Dairy Queen blizzards. Oh, yes. At my front door. And I look up and more than social distance, at least 12 feet out on the sidewalk are three ladies. Mm. Uh, two of them used to be uh, in this church and uh, years ago, they were here before you were here, but uh, they were a lot of fun and they had come to bring my wife and I a gift and they are in our on our sidewalk singing very loudly, happy quarantine to you, <laughs> happy quarantine to you. And, uh, and they were going, I don't know who all they did it for. Someone I saw on social media that I know they did it at their house too, but they were going out and just giving a little quarantine uh, gift and singing, caroling loudly. That the is sidewalk. awesome. <laughs> and I thought, you know what, this is really creative, really yeah. great. Uh, you know, I, I, it was, it was a small thing, but I will remember that. I mean, for a long time, I, and my wife was, where was my wife? She was out. So, yeah. uh, when she got back, obviously was sharing the whole thing with her, but anyway, it was a, a small thing. It was a, it was a memorable thing. Um, and then another thing this week, these are, these are really small. I'm not suggesting everybody go out and Carol. I mean, there's some, uh, that I'm not, I don't know if how that goes with all the rules if you're out in the open, but at any rate, um, Another one was recently I had a birthday, uh, uh, to be more specific, yesterday, actually. And Wait, say that again. Uh, well, at the day of this recording, uh, my birthday was yesterday. Was it really? It was. Well, yeah. I didn't know well, that. I'm sorry. I I'm mean, a terrible friend. No, how, you know what? Here's, I am so, no, what, happy birthday, it, Craig. And see, here's what's going to make it more amazing, because I'm, I'm on some social media, but not like one that posts your birthday, so I'm not on, like Facebook shows your birthday, right? Uh, yes. So I'm not on that, but I'm on other platforms that mm. don't do that. So you wouldn't know. I didn't tell you and you wouldn't know. So I don't know how people would know, but here's what happened to me on this birthday. I don't count. I'm not saying I'm not a big guy on this one. I'm mm -hmm. kind of a, like an old guy. Everybody like think about every, people your age. Think about your dad. Nobody's dads are really into their birthdays. They're just like, yeah, whatever. I don't need it. What do you want? I don't care. I don't need anything. Some new socks or yeah, something Yeah, I'm like that, that guy. So it's really? not, it's not, I mean, I love being with my family and us yeah. and being with friends, but it, it's not like, uh, I'm not like a, a an eight year old kid or something. So at any rate, and I know, and I know adults who are, but I'm not that. Um, so anyway, for about their birthday. So at any rate, I, I don't necessarily, I don't count or log or even remember uh, who reaches out. But I can say this, at least by a factor of two, I had more people reach out to me on my birthday by text, um, by mostly uh, by text and by phone call. Um, somebody called and their whole family sang to me. I can't remember if they did that before, but, uh, but I had people, I had a few people reach out to me. I haven't talked to in a while and mm. a couple that have never reached out to me. Uh, I was thinking about like, a couple that I don't think have ever reached out to me on, and with a little birthday text or something mm -hmm. like that. And why was that? Uh, I think first of all, people are not as busy as normal and yeah. they're more aware. And secondly, I think people are looking to make a connection and yeah. are thinking, how can I reach out to someone? Yeah. I think they are thinking that way. And I think there may probably also, it was a pity. Some of it may be a pity reach out. Wow, bummer. <laughs> you're quarantined on your birthday. You know, there may have been some pity in it, but uh, I, I trust it was uh, really meaning, uh, really friendly, and, yeah. but it was really meaningful. And I just thought, uh, okay, that is a small thing. And, um, 
But I, I think people are reaching out. I think there are people making more digital connections yeah. right now, and they're looking to to reach out. They couldn't get together with me or mm-hmm. anything like that. Um, so I, I, it just made me, it just made me think. The s- small, I gave two examples in the last week of my life. Small digital connections when you're isolated all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, phone call, uh, FaceTime, or whatever. I don't know what non-iPhone use, Skype. I don't know what you use if you don't use FaceTime. How, how do you digitally? I guess it'd be Skype, yeah. Skype, uh, Skype, FaceTime, Zoom, mm-hmm. uh, WhatsApp, wh- yeah. whatever. Yeah. Whatever you do to communicate with folks, I think in a time when you have less contact. Now, it would always be meaningful if someone sang a song loudly in front of my house and gave me a, a DQ blizzard. That's sure. always meaningful. But, uh, but y- I think at this time, those kind of small things, small gestures go a, go a very long way. Yeah, that's very cool, man. Yeah, I've talked a long time. What do you think no, about no, that? No, no, no. I, I agree, man. Uh, and it's definitely a time that I think the temptation is to think, oh, because we can't hang out in person, I guess we'll just kind of coop ourselves up and not connect. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing I've really appreciated about uh, at least our, our circles and stuff. And even our community groups here at the church is yeah. we've, we've made an effort to make sure that Tried people to. are still connecting and stuff. Yeah. And so, um, you know, we did that as a community group. We, we got to kind of do the zoom deal and, you know, we sat on our couch, we weren't together physically, yeah. but we are together, um, you know, digitally. And it was very meaningful. Um, and in some ways, uh, I don't, I, I can't really explain this, but in some ways it, it felt like there's a little bit deeper of a connection mm. and maybe it's just, you know, knowing that every single person on that call had to make the effort to, yeah. to log in and stuff. Obviously when you're in person, everyone had to make the effort to drive sure, and get there. Sure. But, um, you know, so I can't really explain that, but it just did feel especially meaningful. And maybe it was just, you know, kind of the, the shared trauma of the entire situation, but that was really meaningful. And so, yeah, I, I'm encouraged by seeing how much people are continuing to connect. Um, and to your point of just, it seems like people are wanting to connect and reaching out. Uh, we're all in need of relationship. We're all in need of connecting with one another and having that, um, and, and having those relationships. Uh, and so even like on Monday, uh, I did a Zoom call with yeah. our other Rooted leaders, Rooted, our, our young adult ministry here at the church. We did a Zoom, you know, video meeting. And uh, and that was really good. That was an encouraging time of just connecting and, and, and being together. And in some ways, I feel like for myself, I didn't realize how much I got out of being with other people Absolutely. until uh, <laughs> until I saw, you know, until I was sitting there looking at my phone, sitting in my truck and, uh, not driving, but, right. just, <laughs> but, uh, you know, doing that, that video call with, with them and just being like, wow, this is, uh, you know, we need relationship. So. Yeah. I have felt that as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I've really, I mean, I've got some allergies going on here, but I've really felt that Jared yeah. in, in this time. And so one of a point I wanted to make about that, that you're making as well <clears throat> is a small thing, a small connection, uh, is meaningful and I think it is a is a stronger relational investment right now than yeah. than what we're used to in life, and so you know what a suggestion I would make is to, to be asking how can I really uh, reach out during this time, and who would the Lord want me to reach out to? So uh, I, I've been trying to I can't say I've done this every day, but I've been trying to pray regularly in the morning, Lord, <clears throat> today who would you have me to reach out? 
to, you know, and Mm. some people, this is so reflexive. They're so loving. They're so others oriented. But when we talked about don't waste your quarantine by, by self-development, I guess what I'd want to say today is don't waste your quarantine uh, by, by overly being self-focused without taking uh, attention. How can we be others oriented? How can this be about others? Because I really can uh, serve others at a time of need. That's very unique. So when we, the, the word that's being tossed around so often, obviously is unprecedented. I think it's an unprecedented opportunity for a small connection to go a longer way because people are hurting, people are isolated. Mm -hmm. So who can you reach out to? I've, I've been, um, obviously reaching out to people in the church, but I've also been reaching out, uh, just trying to, for me, so I'm trying to think who is my world. I'm trying to reach out every day to a pastor who's not a pastor at this church, uh, I'm regularly in touch with these guys, but, uh, who's a pastor that I could just check on and say, how are you doing? And how's the church doing? How's your family? And so I'm trying to do that regularly. So who, that may not be whoever the listener, that may not be your circle of relationships, obviously, but who is your circle of relationships? Who could you be um, reaching out to? And oftentimes I, I just text something very simple thinking about you. Uh, if I prayed for them, I'll tell them that, you know, if it's a Christian person, I prayed for them. And I'm um, just wondering how you and your family, if they're married, how, how are you and your family doing? And, yeah. uh, and it just leads into a text conversation or an actual conversation. And uh, we're trying to do that in the church as well. We're going to be, uh, this may have already started by the time this airs, but uh, the, the pastors, we're going to be jumping into some of the Zoom calls uh, for the community groups. Just say hi, see yeah. everybody. We can't greet them in the lobby or get together with them. So we're looking just to see everybody and, and uh, do that. But I think the idea is, Lord, how can I be others oriented? How can my life be geared towards uh, blessing uh, others um, and um, expressing your love to to other people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought about this verse, which is just uh, so good. Let me see. I thought I had it pulled up. And alas, I don't. Um, <laughs> okay, here we go. Awkward pause. Uh, turn in your Bibles, too. Yeah, there you go. Um, okay, it's First John 4. It's just about loving others. And First uh, John 4.10, And this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. That's a a sacrifice that absorbs God's uh, judgment and wrath. So he sent him to die in our place, taking the wrath of God. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is uh, perfected in us. So um, real love is Christ's love for us. And we have an opportunity to communicate. No one's seen God, but we have an opportunity to communicate the love that he has shared Mm. with us by others. And obviously his love is demonstrated in the sacrifice of Jesus. Yeah. And because he has expressed this extravagant love to us, we have an opportunity to uh, express love to others. And so I think what you said earlier, the temptation is we're quarantined, I'm stuck, so I probably can't do much. So we have to be creative. What are the ways that I can, in this time, communicate the love of Christ to others. I'm hearing all kinds of stories in the church, people going out and getting groceries for others. I've heard Mm -hmm. repeatedly stories about that. Um, Or we had FJ on talking about how you could financially help someone else or serve someone else in that way. Um, How can you pray? What can you pray? How can you pray uh, for others is a meaningful way. A phone call, uh, a text, an email, I don't know, a letter, a purchase, purchase something for them and have it shipped to them. There's a lot of ways that we can, even with limited ability, communicate 
I'm thinking of you and uh, I love you. And uh, God ultimately communicates his love for us in such an extravagant way that he both pardon the work of Christ both pardons our uh, our uh, selfishness um, our self focus but it also empowers us to live not selfishly but selflessly yeah. so I think the rootedness for our selfless living is in the cross what Christ has done for us that's that's where we find our motivation that's where we find our our power and our means to walk it out um, but just thinking a little bit about being others oriented in these days, Lord, how would you want to change me to wake up and not think about my small world and my limitations, but how can I sort of break out and reach out to someone else? Oh, that's good, man. That's really good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was funny. You, you kind of took it in the direction of other centeredness. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even when we were discussing just a second ago, I was like, uh, you know, and how much I needed this and how much yeah. I needed that time with others. And so, yeah, even in me, there's a, there's that tempt to <laughs> not even in me, like, look at no, me. No, I'm so I holy, but even in me, no. um, no, but like we, uh, we, we really have to be aware. And I think we're starting to see that awareness in times like this, when we're so self-focused, yeah. uh, we just com- we find ourselves completely isolated with, yeah. with no one. Yeah. Uh, or at least that could, we have the potential of doing that. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, yeah, I, I just, I really like that idea of as we connect with others, we have that opportunity to, to share love, mm-hmm. uh, the love of God with others. Um, and we can be the instrument in his hand of reaching right. others in this time. Uh, I liked what you said that this could be, uh, you know, people are saying this is an unprecedented right. time, but, but this could be an unprecedented opportunity for the gospel yes. for us to reach out, um, and, uh, you know, there's great ways of doing that. I mean, there are. you and I have talked about the next door app. Yeah. What a great way of yeah, just yeah. B- geographically connecting with your yeah, neighbors, yeah, no connecting doubt. with people n- nearby that yep. right now we're, we're a little bit limited in how far we can go in helping others, but we're allowed to walk around the block. Yeah, for sure. So if someone's within a block and yeah, yeah. you're able to do something to help them out in this yeah. time, uh, there you go. Yeah, uh, that's exactly a great way right. of connecting, of uh, just figuring out, you know, is there someone I can take groceries to? Yeah. Uh, is there someone that I can, you know, put frosties or whatever, or yeah. blizzard or whatever yeah. on their, on their front, you know, porch yeah, and, yeah. and sing? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's probably out of the box, but you never know. <laughs> well, I, I, let's hear it for creativity and uh, thinking through uh, what we can uh, what we can do during this time. Yeah. So anyway, I, those are just, well, those are the, some thoughts I had. How can we be others, uh, oriented and yeah. how can we sort of get, I mean, part of my prayers, Lord, how can I get, um, sort of lost in, um, I don't know, lost in selflessness in the sense of, uh, sort of rather than focusing, I think there's so much inward, the temptation to be so inward mm-hmm. right now. How can I just, sort of thinking I exist and I'm granted this day, I only have today, but I'm granted this day for two primary reasons, to glorify God and to serve others. And how does that work? I read this really interesting quote I wanted to read, and I'll be, I don't have anything else after this, but I wanted to read this quote. Um, It's about an artist. It's a a contemporary artist who does kind of modern abstract art. His name is uh, Frank Stella. Uh, this is about 20 years ago, so I don't, I, I don't know what he's doing now, but I did look up some of his artwork and stuff. And so he um, he had this uh, showing somewhere in New York City. Uh, his his uh, he had done some new work, and it was being exhibited at a uh, at, at somewhere some some museum or something. And uh, they wrote an article about him in the New York Times, and and they were saying, you know, he did not feel any pressure to blow the horn of his new work. He wasn't promoting himself. Mm -hmm. This is what he said. Making art for me is the opportunity to be free 
of one's own identity. Hmm. It's not about finding one's identity, no matter what the psychologists say. It's about losing one's identity. Hmm. I want to make something great that applies to everyone. Then I myself can be submerged. I thought, wow, that was a really uh, very uh, sort of I don't know anything about him, but that was a very Christian sort of uh, thought. He must become greater. I must become lesser, so to speak. Mm. But what he was saying is, I'm not, I'm not doing my this gift I have. I'm not using this gift to find my own fulfillment yeah. and my own identity. I'm, I'm trying to lose myself for the good of others. In a yeah. sense, in other words, I'm, I'm getting so into, you know, I'm, I'm submerging myself in this thing I do called art and creating, so that it will it will affect a broad number of people. They'll be able to identify and it'll be for their good and I'll be forgotten. Thus, I'm not promoting my work. I thought, wow, that is, I'm I'm not talking about art here. We're just talking about reaching out. But what what if we start our day saying, hey, look, Lord, today my goal is not what makes me happy? What can I feel good about? What can I, uh, and even though I did a whole podcast, you and I on being productive. Yeah. Uh, and I still believe that rhythms, exercise, yeah. um, well, eating we kind of believe that one today, but, uh, you know, uh, all this kind of stuff, goals, uh, we talked about all that. So I still believe that, but by the same token, just to say, Lord, it's not about what I'm producing today. It's about, uh, how am I communicating your love to others, the people I work with and serve through my work, my family, my mm-hmm. friends, my community group, my yeah. neighbor? How can I be spent for the gospel? How can I sort of, um, you know, not just measure productivity about what did I check off my list, but how was I useful for your purposes uh, while getting things done on my list, obviously. But yeah. so I don't know. I just thought that was a good quote. Here's a guy who gets yeah. lost in his what he's doing so that I'm not trying to find me. I'm trying to yeah. lose me for the for the good of others. And yeah. may God help us with that. Yeah, that's good, man. Yeah, uh, it, it definitely is uh, kind of probably the norm of just thinking like, well, I'm at home. I can't go anywhere. I guess yeah. I can't serve anyone. Absolutely. Uh, but you know, it's an opportunity, like you said that, uh, to get creative. Yeah. And, uh, and I like the idea of just, you know, it's not so much about self-expression as it is about expressing God, yeah, well said. Uh, expressing his love. Um, so, uh, that's good, man. I like that quote. Uh, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. It was good. I so. always bring a little, you know, something different. Hey, well, there you go, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't usually bring something different. So I'm not quoting a contemporary modern uh, abstract artist very often. Hey, there you I go. read it in a book. So. <laughs> there you go, man. Well, thank you so much for uh, just kind of talking through that topic. And it is important for us to uh, bring balance even to such an seemingly imbalanced situation yeah. where it's just like, well, we're not going at, we're, we're staying all at home. Yeah. Uh, we're, you know, we're always in our, you know, our pajamas and we're always eating snacks, yeah. that kind of stuff, bringing balance to that. And so we've talked about, like you just said, we've talked about balance in other areas, but there's balance in this as well of, you know, uh, you know, from sun up to sundown, we don't have to be, you know, uh, sweating, trying right. to figure out ways to be connecting with right, other people. Right. Um, but at the same time, we need to make sure that we continue to do mm-hmm. that uh, in some regard and continue to think, you know, who is, is God giving me an opportunity today? Yeah. Uh, Who's to in serve? my life? Yeah. yeah. That's good. Well, thanks so much. And uh, man, you're uh, you're keeping things together in this season. You're, you're doing okay at home. I, I stuff? am. Yeah, we are. We're doing pretty well overall. That's so, good, yeah. man. All right. Well, very good. Well, uh, looking forward to the next podcast with you, man. Thanks to you as always. Thanks for your time and your preparation that you put into this. And thanks to you, our listeners. We look forward to reaching uh, to to connecting with you guys here, I guess, the next podcast. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.